Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Rick Rubin is a creative genius. He's produced a vast variety of artists, including the Beastie Boys, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eminem, Adele, and even Johnny Cash. With a track record like his, he is arguably one of the most influential music producers of all time. Although known for his music production, his recent book, The Creative Act, has garnered huge attention. The subtitle of the book is A Way of Being, and I can't think of a better way to describe Rick's creative relationship with the universe. Here he compares the creative process of life to riding a wave. The universe is pushing us in a direction and we can ride with that energy. And like when you're surfing, if you really try to fight the wave, it's probably not gonna work. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to use the power of the wave where we're almost dancing with the wave, not against the wave. And um, that's, that's the work of creativity as well. Certain projects come together very easily and they happen quickly, and they have a momentum to them, and others others are a real fight. And sometimes we fight that fight, and other times we decide, is there another a path of less resistance around this? Is there a better way in? Let's rethink, well, if it's so hard, something's up. Not supposed to be so hard. Again, it's wildly time-consuming, takes a great deal of focus, takes patience. But if there are no signs that something's working at for a long time, that might be a time to step back, right. step away. Rick speaks of the things we make as reflections of our being. No one will create the same thing as someone else. He mentions the importance of staying true to yourself, letting your ideas flow through you, and being sure not to compare yourself to others in the process. The things we make are a reflection of who we are in this moment. And that's all it is. It can go on and mean more than that, but that's not in our control. And it's something that cripples artists thinking, I have to make the greatest thing ever made to humankind. And then they basically psych themselves out of being able to make something good. They give in to the pressure of thinking it's more than it is. We all imagine such different worlds. And it's why if we don't make the thing we want to make, if someone else's antenna is more tuned to ours and they pick up the same source material, the thing they make, it's not going to be the same thing we would make. No one can do our part. There's a great benefit in taking a risk making the thing that's interesting to you 
sharing it with the world because if you don't do it, nobody else will. You're the only one who can make the art that you can make. And it's not in competition with anyone else. There is no competition. There's no competition who has a better picture in their head. It's a reflection of you. Everything that you make is a reflection of who you are. And how you live in the world will impact the things that you make. And I wish the best of luck on the journey in making beautiful things that we can all enjoy. And audiences have enjoyed Ruben's work. With an immense amount of listeners worldwide, I'm curious how he views the audience and what kind of influence they might have on his work. The audience comes last in service to the audience. The audience wants the best thing. They don't get the best thing while you're trying to service them. They get the best thing when you're servicing yourself. Mm -hmm. When you're true to who you are. And the more you can trust yourself as an artist, in my case, I've been every decision I've made from working in a different genre than I started in every time, every time I do something different or new, I'm always told not to do it. I'm always told it's a terrible idea. But I know it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I know what I know, and my job is to share what I know. That's all I can do. I can't second-guess myself. Steve Jobs said, you know, famously, the consumer doesn't know what they want. Until you make it. Yeah. Despite his success, Rick has suffered from depression over the years. He got to a point in his 30s when it seemed like all hope was lost. Although what appeared to be a closed door led to an awakening experience in Malibu. I've suffered with depression at different times in my life. The mystical piece was in the throes of the depression, one of the things that would help me, I would drive to Malibu and we had a little house, a a tiny little shack on the beach that I was renting and I would sit in that house and usually I would get some, some of the heaviness would lift. So one day I went to Malibu nothing, listen to classical music, relax, meditate, meditated for hours, did all the things that would like help get me out and nothing got me out and I was devastated. And in that moment of hopelessness, I prayed, universe, please give me a sign. Please give me a sign to go on because I don't think I can go on. Please give me a sign. And I walked out to the beach, which was something I never did, or rarely did. I walked out to the beach, and I'm standing out on the beach, and in one minute, the entire sky turned into the most dramatic, orange, wild, biblical painting. I've never seen anything like it up till that moment. Never seen anything like it since. I walk out. I experience that. It blows my mind. I feel like my answer is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being spoken to. Uh-huh. And then within a minute, gone back to normal blue sky. I felt less alone. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could, um, my cry for help was heard. And I felt connected. And that felt really good. Taking from his mystical experience, Rick mentions that the answers to our problems don't all come from inside of us. If we remain conscious, 
we can find solutions by simply being open to the influence of the outside world. It's helpful to know the information we need doesn't all come from inside of us. Maybe none of it comes from inside of us. Maybe it all comes from outside of us. And whether that be mystical, physical, or practical, I've had experiences where I'm looking for an answer for something, curious, holding it lightly in my consciousness, not working on it, just I know there's this problem to be solved. And then I'll be out and something will happen in the world directly related to answer the question. Doesn't happen once in a while. It happens all the time. If you're open to the communication, we're getting information all the time. There's so much more information coming at us than we can digest that we pick and choose unconsciously certain data points. And then based on those data points, we make up story about what happens. It's different for everybody. There's so much uh, wisdom all around us all of the time coming in the form of nature, the culture, people speaking at a coffee shop, you know, overhearing a conversation. If you're open and if you're paying attention, mm -hmm. and I would even go further to say, and if you invite it, it might work even better. I don't mm -hmm. know if that's true, mm -hmm. but why not? Yeah. And because of the subtle nature of the information that we're looking for, it's not getting shouted at us. It's the thing that if you weren't really quiet and really paying attention, you would likely miss. So we have to quiet ourselves and we have to live in this constant state of looking for clues, looking for information. What can I learn? What shapes align? Where are their connections? If I look deeper, what's happening? Mm -hmm. That's the practice. Yeah. And there are some suggestions of things that you can do to get there. Mm -hmm. For me, meditation is a key. It may not be everyone's. That's the other point of this is we all function in different ways. We each have to find what works for us and, um, and try things mm -hmm. and see what works. There's certain choices we make in life that most people wouldn't view as being creative decisions, as well as people we meet that we wouldn't necessarily consider artists. But Rick has the intriguing view of simple everyday tasks being creative choices, with these choices contributing to a bigger universal picture devised by artists. All of us make creative choices every day of our lives. We've driven the same route every day and we decide to take the scenic route, that's a creative choice. If we're paying attention and if you happen to notice something that day on the scenic route that you didn't notice before, and that ends up helping you in the thing that you're working on, maybe it's a coincidence, but when you come to expect it to happen, it happens all the time. Be prepared to be awestruck and surprised on a regular basis by things that you would never imagine happening. Also, you feel like you're part of this bigger thing. We think of ourselves as the conductor, but we're not the conductor. We're an orchestra member being conducted. And we're part of this bigger thing that's going on. And it works like clockwork. Every one of us plays part. And we all have our part to play. So when someone says, I'm not artistic or I'm not good at art, it'd be like saying, I'm not a good monk. There is no such thing as not a good monk. You're either living your life as a monk or you're not living your life as a monk. Monks aren't good or bad. You're either 
doing a monk, right. but you're not doing a monk. And we all live as artists, but we don't know it. And there are things we can do to amplify the artistic side of ourselves that will make everything we do better. Mm -hmm. Everything. Any, your, your relationships, your ability to communicate, your ability to listen, your joy of life, your feeling of connection, your ability to commune with nature. It's like taking off blinders. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.